You're listening to the Slumber Party Podcast with your host, Amanda Jusen, a mum of two girls, a child and infant sleep expert, and general sleep lover. If you're a tired parent who is desperate for answers or just someone who loves sleep, this podcast was created just for you. Each episode is packed full of tips and tricks to help you maintain your sanity as well as your social life during the early stages of parenthood. So grab your headphones, it's time to get comfy. Hi everyone, it is Amanda Jusen, and this is a very special episode of the Slumber Party Podcast because uh, this is the episode that brings our podcast into a weekly rotation. And we are here to talk to you today about daylight savings time. It's coming up uh, this year, I believe it's March 14th. Um, and uh, although this one isn't so scary, a lot of my clients worry about it. So we're going to talk about it, give you some strategies. You can start today. You can start day of. It's up to you. And I'm super excited because uh, we're joined today by my husband, Brad. Welcome, Brad. Thank you for having me. (laughs) All the way from his office right there. Um, I mostly hate coming on these podcasts and talking to myself. I I hate it. It's not as exciting. Um, but also, I thought it might be interesting to kind of talk to you, Brad, about our experiences with daylight savings. And I, I really have never found it that bad. Like, do you have any sort of, when you hear about daylight savings in our kids' sleep, like, are you ever freaked out about that? It was worse when they were like super little and getting up at like five because the difference yeah. between 5 a.m. and 4 a.m. is rough. Uh, yeah. You know, now it's not such a big deal. Yeah, they're they're pretty good. I mean, I can't. Uh, this is actually well, that's actually a good point um, because we're spring forwarding, which means we actually go to bed earlier. Um, so this is. Yeah, I know. Like. I can see Brad doing the math in his head, but it's, uh, I, I still, I've been doing this work for four years now. And every time I panic, I'm like, am I giving the right advice? And then I do the work, but okay. So if we're spring forwarding, let's say your child's bed is seven o'clock now. Okay. At eight o'clock next week. So next week, eight o'clock will feel like seven. Okay. Which means that 6 p.m. next week is 7, sorry, see, I'm already messing it up. So 6 p.m. this week will be 7 p.m. next week. Does that make sense, Brad? Yeah. Okay, good. (laughs) Got there. I got there. I am an expert with the podcast. But yes, so if we think about 6 p.m. this week, is 7 p.m. next week. Next week, when it is 7 p.m., it will feel like 6 p.m. in your child's body. Are you with me, Brad? I follow 100%. Okay, good. Okay, I need need confirmation that I'm, I'm doing this right. See, this is what I do every daylight savings. So that really is our biggest concern there because uh, humans don't really like to go to bed early. Uh, we can go to bed later, but our bodies don't like to go to bed early. Actually, you're th- such a good guest for this, Brad, because you're often in different time zones, right? Like, tell me, like, do you struggle with going to bed early, late, 
all those things. Like, I know you, sometimes you take a sleeping pill to help on that first night, but like, is it hard to adjust? Uh, it is and it isn't. Like, um, with my work, I work long hours. So like you do uh, spend a lot of time awake. It, it can be rough for the first little while, but, um, you know, I, I get used to it fairly quickly. Uh, I also like often experience like when I'm going into different time zones, lots of times it's like big, long international flights. I mean, not lately, obviously, but big, yeah. long international flights. So it's like you take a red eye and you get there and you're kind of, I, I, because I sleep in so many different places, I'm pretty good at just falling asleep kind of wherever. So, yeah. Um, yeah. And I, I, well, yeah, I, I know like when you get back, like sometimes your body clock is a little like messed up and I should mention Brad is in mining. Um, so he travels literally all over the world, not so much lately, but within Canada. Um, and in two uh, new time zones. But when, when we ask the human body to go to bed earlier, it tends to be harder for us to fall asleep. It means that your child's nap time will be a little bit earlier. They may not feel tired yet, or their, their body clocks may not be um, on on the, the schedule that you would like them to be. Um, so I think honestly, that's the worst of it. This is, this is really, and truly, if you have an early riser, this is your like sleep in day, right? Because your 6am or your 5am waker will now be a a 6am or a a 7am waker, which is awesome. And we had an early riser for a long time, right, Brad? Remember that? We did. Yes. It was rough. And Brad and I both appreciate our sleep. And um, our first daughter uh, was was a early riser for a number of years. I mean, it's hard to say if it was a phase. She also had sleep apnea, um, which I think really did contribute to those early wakes and having those restful sleeps. But it is a lot better. So there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Um Okay, so what do you do? What do you do to kind of uh, manage this? Uh, number one, I want you to just be realistic with what's possible. It's going to take time for your your child's body clock to adjust. Um, it's not really uh, feasible to be like, okay, it's three days, fix it. If your child is used to going to bed at a certain time, it will take some time to adjust. Um, and a big thing that you can try is to, you know, do the split the difference role. So that means, um, you know, so if we're going, if we're in the new time, okay, so daylight savings has happened and we know that their bedtime, uh, the, the time that they're used to going to bed, let's say it's 7 PM. Well, we know that 7 PM feeling won't be till 8 PM. So split the difference and put them to bed at 7:30 for a little while, um, maybe even a week or two. And then you can try pulling it back even a little bit. You can also try waking your child up a little bit. Uh, earlier as well, okay, to make sure that they are, um, so, you know, if you have that 5 a.m. waker, you might need to wake them up at 5 a.m. new time to make sure that they're ready for bed, um, as much as that sucks, but that's also an option. It just makes sure that they're tired enough, they've uh, accumulated enough sleep pressure or tiredness to fall asleep at night. Um, those are your options. Um, Another big thing is, uh, oh, this is so good that you're on the podcast too, Brad, because right behind you is our like blackout blinds that we have in 
every bedroom of our house, um, even our offices, because <laughs> we hate light. That's not true. But um, we need to start prepping for more sunlight. So you're probably experiencing where you are later evenings and more sun in the morning, which is very exciting in a I was almost said post-pandemic, but we're not post-pandemic, like almost post-pandemic world. Um, however, uh, with the springtime comes changes in light. And that can also drive those early mornings that everyone hates so much that flood my inbox every year. Um, so like, Brad, do you have any comments on light? Like, have you ever been in a sleep situation that has like really, really sucked with light, like you've been in places where it's like light for a very, very long time, right? Yeah, like a lot, of, a lot of the places where I'm, where I am, is uh, they, they're used to dealing with night shifts. So, like, even if you're look in a place like the High Arctic where you have super long days, they've set things up so that people can make their lights, uh, their rooms really dark. One of the things that I find um, traveling. Yeah is hotel rooms are like awful for just like random blue LEDs on whatever stupid alarm clock. So like, um, <laughs> you know, just kind of taking the time five minutes before. I know I, 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 I haven't done this, but it is a good idea that people who frequent hotel rooms a lot will just travel with like black electrical tape and just like cover up all those dumb LEDs. Oh. Um, because... Like if you wake up, calling them dumb. <laughs> well, why does an alarm clock need a bright red LED? Like it just doesn't. Um, anyway, yeah. so but yeah, like everyone's had that experience in a hotel room, right? Like you get blackout blinds, and then there's just LEDs out everywhere. So that's that's one thing that I find. Uh, if I'm too lazy, then I'll just wake up at three and four a.m. with uh, irritating light like that. It's uh, yeah, and that's a great discuss like i i'm so interested like people who are in the hotel industry or for that matter are making baby sleep products really need to hire a sleep expert and and talk about how can we create spaces for the best possible sleep because you're totally right i don't know how many hotels we've been to together where there's like a million electronics with blue lights uh, blaring. And to be honest, you're not going to notice it that night, but you will notice it at three o'clock in the morning when you wake up, you have less melatonin production. Um, these lights stimulate sunlight or like your brain thinks it's sunlight. So anything blue, LED, white, um, anything that's bothering you in the middle of the night, you'll know what it is. Just go and unplug it. And the same goes for these baby sleep products. Like there is a very popular baby sleep product that I won't mention by its name that lit. Well, Brad, you hit the, the nail on the head. Do you remember when um, we bought that okay to wait clock for Winnie? We won't use the name, but we bought it and she started, and it was just to help solve her early mornings. And then she was getting up like four or five times a night. And you were like, I think it's too bright. Like, I think this light is too bright. And like two years later, all of this research came out about specifically light that is blue, keeping people up and messing with melatonin production and stimulating the sun. And then as soon as we removed the light, everything was fine. I crushed that one. You did crush that one that you did crush. You crushed it. I, I just remember you being like, get that out of here. And I'm like, yeah, but it works. But it didn't work. 
Um, that's why I always recommend the Hatch Baby Rest. Uh, they don't pay me. I wish they would. But the Hatch Baby Rest does have Sleep Safe Light. Sleep Safe Light is yellow, orange, red. You can have those on overnight and not, not have it be a problem. Um, yes. So first things first, you need to invest into some uh, blackout blinds like Brad has behind him if you're watching this on the video. Uh, but it, like, even if you're looking at Brad's screen, you'll see that there's light leaks around the side and that's really normal. Um, you might need to go a step further and put some garbage bags uh, behind that as well. Uh, the garbage bags, you know, two layers, cheap and cheerful and very effective in keeping out the light. Um, so you have those two layers of garbage bags. Obviously, you don't want them in there if your children can grab them or playing with them and it's an unsafe situation. You obviously don't want that. You may want to look at something like a grow blind that goes uh, suction cups to your uh, windows. I have heard that the suction cups aren't all that great. You might want to invest in those um, Oh, the 3M Velcro command hooks. that could help. Yeah, the command hooks. Uh, the Velcro really works well on the side. We did that for a while. Um, yeah, so those that can really help because with the, yes, it doesn't have to do exactly with daylight savings, but there is more sun coming when we spring forward. We need to be ready for that. Um, and that just means uh, more of an issue to have your child wake up earlier and then you're going to be really annoyed and then email me about it. So, so do that, do that now. Um, Awesome. So I feel like this is a short one. So you're going to, let's go over this again. Going to bed earlier sucks. Your daytime body clock will be different. So you're going to split the difference. So if we're talking like new time, so next week, we know that 8 p.m. will feel like if, if your child's bedtime right now is 7 p.m., 8 p.m. is going to be when they feel like going to sleep. Um, that's a long time for your child to be awake for most of you. So let's, let's aim for a 7.30 bedtime for a week. And then you can move back to seven as they get used to that new time. And really it's just a, a little bit of a waiting game. Um, we are dealing with humans, uh, and, and it'll be harder for us to fall asleep. Like every, every spring forward, it's harder for me to go to bed when I should go to bed. Cause I'm used to going to bed later. Um, and your babies are the same. Sorry, Brad, what did you want to say? Uh, I was just going to say, like, um, it can also be an opportunity, right? If you're like, oh, maybe the kid can go to bed a little bit later and we wouldn't mind a kid that rises a little bit later. Like, you say, yeah. like, well, this is actually a really effective time that we can transition and make that change. I, I yeah, uh, look at you. So positive, Brad. That's a really good point. And, yeah, I've had a lot of people message me on Instagram this week and say like, can we do nothing? And I'm like, yes. And honestly, I think every year we do do nothing, <laughs> which is, I hate, I hate to admit that, but kids are pretty adaptable. And, you know, for the most part, if you keep to their times, like they'll adjust, you know, you could totally ignore this podcast and have your kids just do what they're normally doing and, and hopefully get that later time. I think the issue, Brad, that, you know, you're not quite aware of yet because you aren't um, a baby sleep coach. <laughs> I don't know. I've listened to a lot of baby sleep stuff. I'm pretty sure I can do it. 
<laughs> it's true. Brad and I shared an office for two years and I 1000% could not do your job, but I think you could do mine. No, I don't think I could, but I could, I could fake you, it for a little bit. You could fake it. You could say the right words. Um, so what, what, what it will normally happen in the spring is that our body clock shift a little bit earlier anyway, which sucks because of the sun. So like from April to July, when people just say to hell with it, all of my inbox is full of early morning requests. And it's just because we're all waking up early. Like uh, Brad, I do not wake up early, right? Like at all. <laughs> you don't like to wake up early now. <laughs> I do not. And, but I can in the summer because there's sun and we feel good. And so our kids have the same sort of thing. So if we do have that later bedtime, sometimes kids don't continue the later sleep in. That's, that would obviously be the only risk. So it's agreed. You're getting up every day in the summer. You're out of your mind. <laughs> you are out of your mind. I could sleep in the sun to like, 12 or 11 every day. I could. Okay. Anything else you want to say, Brad? When do we talk about stamps.com? <laughs> Not that good. This is my first <laughs> podcast. Well, uh, which underwear do you sell? <laughs> this is, this is a very small operation, Brad. Uh, I, I, I don't have those American companies sponsoring me yet, but anytime soon. Are okay. you also hearing our, our yeah, children? Yeah, I was upstairs? wondering which one they were going oh, to interrupt. Oh, which so, one? I yeah. know. Should we take a bet on who they're going to come in? Or do you think they will actually leave us alone because they hear us talking? Like, do they think that, that we're on calls? Hard to say. It's hard to say. I wish they, I wish they would come in so we could like make it a bet. But I think that they're actually doing the right thing. Look at us. Okay. Well, that's it, guys. Seventeen minutes. This one is cheap and cheerful. Uh, good luck with all your daylight savings things. Um, if you need more tips and tricks, you can head over to babiesbestsleep.com/blog for blogs. Uh, head over to Instagram.com/babiesbestsleep. I have a whole um, shareable, savable uh, gallery with these tips that I just talked about that you can save and and hold on to. Um, and obviously you're here at the podcast. If everything is still going to crap, you can book a call with any one of our, our team at babiesbestsleep.com. And we'd be happy to do a free discovery call to see what's going on. And if you need us, we'll tell you. And if you don't, we'll tell you that too. All right. Have a good one, everyone. Bye. Thanks, Brad. You're welcome. <laughs> Bye.